Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep? Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference. Yes, yeah. otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to yeah. that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. 20 years ago, parenting wasn't what it is today. There were only a couple of how-to books, mostly told from the medical perspective. Then cartoonist Kaz Cook released Up the Duff, possibly the only informative, honest, and maybe the most importantly, funny book about being pregnant. Fast forward to today, when there are whole bookshop walls dedicated to parenting, not to mention a plethora of websites and Facebook groups. So Kaz Cook is back again. Her anticipated sequel to Up the Duff is called Babies and Toddlers. In it, she wades through all of that information and collates the best bits, including advice from parents themselves. Kaz, welcome to Kindling Conversation. Thank you. Are you ready to have a cry and a lie down? (laughs) Yes. How much has parenting changed since you wrote Up the Duff? Well, it's changed a lot. I wrote Up the Duff 20 years ago, and I couldn't have done it without being pregnant myself. And I don't think I could have done it without being a journalist. I'd already been a journalist for years at that point. Um, In fact, I had far more experience at interviewing people and writing and researching than having a baby. (laughs) I honestly was so shocked when I found out there there was more than one hole in your nipples for milk to come out. I nearly fainted. Um, so I was, I always have been the lowest common denominator. Um, but I, I am, and I've updated up the duff every year. And I've, I had a book called Kid Wrangling, which is now no longer because Babies and Toddlers replaces it. Um, and it's amazing to me how much things have changed. And I say to people, please don't lo- use those old copies. You know, they're kindling now. Um, I see people using 16-year-old copies of Up the Duff. You know, advice about how to put babies, babies to sleep has changed. Advice on what to do for a cough in a baby has, com- has is completely the opposite than it, as it used to be. Um, the advice on when to start giving solid food and what kind of solid food has changed for allergies. There's a whole lot um, of more information now on the net. As you say, it's an ocean of information out there. <laughs> and a lot of it is what I reckon stuff on other websites with nothing to back it up, often wrong, sometimes even dangerous, um, very often commercial. We want to sell you this product. So the only way you can get your baby to sleep is to buy this special thing. Um, and what I wanted to do with Up the Duff and now with Babies and Toddlers is to say, I've gone to more than 30 other medical, uh, 30 or more other uh, medical um, experts, um, got them to check what's already there, got, to, got to them to suggest what should be there, double checked it again. I want parents to be sure that when they go to this book, it's three o'clock in the morning and they don't know what to do and their baby won't stop crying. And is that good vomiting or bad vomiting? I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, just feel so strongly having been a parent, having been in those moments, do I go to the hospital? Do I just, do I go back to sleep? I'm so tired. I don't, you know, I'm exhausted. Um, They have to have practical information that they can trust. And there's also now I think what's changed is we understand that there are are these other aspects to pregnancy and and giving birth, you know, the the post-baby body when do you have sex again, if ever, in the next 30 years? <laughs> um, you know, what about the emotional side of toddlers? You know, and, and I, um, 
in, in this new Babies and Toddlers book, I talk about helping toddlers to name their emotions so they're better able to communicate, which can help you head off tantrums. But also it's a book that says your kid's going to have tantrums. Your baby's going to cry. And here's the buffet of solutions and ideas that you can choose from that might fit your philosophy. The thing is, if you've got a special product or a theory and you say to a parent, you've got to do it this way because I did and it worked for me. Well, that parent might try it on their baby and it doesn't work. Or it might work on their first baby, but not on their second, who's got a completely different personality. Um, I did not know before I had children and really interacted with other parents and kids that babies come with their own personalities. Um, I didn't know that all babies cry. And one of the things, I think most important things I say in Babies and Toddlers is that if, if your baby's crying, it's because your baby's a baby. <laughs> it's not because you've necessarily done anything wrong. You know, if, you, if you've changed their nappy and made sure they're fed, some babies will cry. Babies yes, cry for are. hours a day when they're little. Less. And we, we're not told that. I wasn't told that. So I want the book to be non-judgmental, practical, reliable and helpful and fun to read. But if it's three o'clock in the morning, it's easy to look up the index. It's easy to find that bit of medical information. That was a long answer. Siobhan, I'll, I was I'll shut that, up. I quite like it though. It's very, it's everything we need. We can shut up shop now. Um, but what I'm curious about, you, you wrote up the duff when you were pregnant, yeah. which means the child inside you that inspired part of this work mm-hmm. is now a young adult. Yes. Um, apart from the fact that so much has changed and you wanted to create something, update Kid Wrangley, make it more relevant to parents, essentially what you've done is jumped back into a time of your life mm, that has passed that so many of us feel like I mean as much as we love it part of us is like oh god I can't wait till they can put their own pants on and yeah speak to me about it yeah <laughs> yes mm. do their own seat build up I'm waiting yeah. for that day that's yeah. going to be a miracle um what was it like going back to that you know that's such a good question and I've not been asked that but but I have thought about that a lot Going back and thinking about your own pregnancy, your own birth, however the birth happens, is a really emotional thing. And it's brought up for me how much I didn't know, how much I felt challenged by the big change. I think sleep deprivation is huge in those early days. I think there's this idea, and we get it even more now from Instagram, that your life has to look perfect on the outside. And because your life never is perfect and, you know, you've that whole idea that you're beautifully groomed and your children look like they're from a clothes catalogue and <laughs> you know and if that's the image that you put to the world you're going to be really sad inside because it's not true it's not even true for the fancy pants celebrities i suspect so i think now there's even more room for people to feel inadequate even perhaps to be frightened to ask a question. I know I was. I thought, oh, everyone will know how incompetent I am. And I don't know what to do. And I'm so tired and I'm exhausted. I can't even decide how to make a decision anymore. I'm so t- tired, you <laughs> yes. know. And then yes. you can't be an expert in everything. You can't be an expert on immunization and what to do if your kid's got a fever. And it's important. And people have a right to have that information presented to them kind of unadorned by trying to sell them something or make them believe in, you know, your own particular ideas of how to do things. You know, writing it 
rewriting the whole book and going back to, you know, all those experts who were so kind and many of them are professors and world leaders and they're so helpful. They want to they help parents too. But it really brought up for me that emotion and it's kind of uncontrolled emotion of those years. And I'm here to tell you that that does actually stop. But I was <laughs> kind of plunged back into the memories of that and it made me feel so much more compassion for myself now than I felt at the time because I felt that I was incompetent and not doing it right. And I think a lot of people feel that. They're getting so much unsolicited advice from in-laws or, you know, the the website they look up. It can be really hard to sort that stuff out. So I wanted to to make it kind of a you know, here I've done the test run on whether this, you want, if you want more information, perhaps on special needs, here are the three good websites to go to that are not trying to sell you, you know, their theory and make money out of you. And so the, one of the reasons why I kind of didn't let Kid Wrangling just die and not do the new Babies and Toddlers book, it was so much work, but I just thought parents really deserve it. I wish I had had this mm. when when I was back there. With them, um, you mentioned that you went to different experts to talk to. Mm-hmm. And obviously with this book, you can tell there's a lot of research that's gone into it. What I'm curious about with parenting, or at least it seems from my perspective of doing lots of different interviews with lots of different experts, and yeah. some truly are what you would call an expert in their field. They've done their research, etc. cetera. Um, in parenting, there seems to be a field of research for one thing and then a field of research for the exact opposite of the other. So sometimes, and that's why in many cases in the book, it's presented as a buffet of choice. Okay. You can try this theory or this one uh, occasionally. Uh, I think, for example, immunization is really important. I've been researching it for um, 20 years now. Um, I think the evidence is in. I think some people are given the wrong um, information, so I'm pretty strong about that. I don't think people should smack their kids if uh, at all possible. I suggest other ways. So I'm prepared to declare my biases, if you like, but I try very hard to be non judgmental. I think you're really onto something, though. I think it's so hard for any parent to go, well, that person says this, that person says that, I don't know what to do. And sometimes the answer is just try and see, but sometimes the stakes are too high. For example, not taking your kid to the doctor, the stakes are too high. Um, so I try and be, I try and have made a very well-researched, intelligent response to that kind of stuff. But I mean, that's absolutely right. That's why people are, are so confused. Um, and I think a lot of people fib too. It's not that there's another expert organization with exactly opposite research. A bit um, like climate change, isn't it? Yeah. It's, mm. it's kind of, it's, uh, in a lot of ways, it's turned out to be, who do you believe? Um, so, yeah, I try to be practical about the, the suggestions. The different advice. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Kaz Cook. and We're talking about her long-anticipated sequel to Up the Duff. It's called Babies and Toddlers. You might be familiar with Kid Rock kid wrangling but as Kaz mentioned it's kind of been subsumed into this book yeah updated given um the most recent advice and the research into this book does seem incredible because it is quite a big book yes yes you, it will prop up a window <laughs> if you I should say also that there's lots of quotes from real parents in the book. And I think parents are always the experts on their own kids. And that should never be 
underestimated. I think parents often think, oh, I don't know anything and there are all these experts. But in fact, you are always the best observer of your kid. You know when something's not right. Um, And I want to also give parents the confidence that here's the information you need. If you think something's not right, you keep trying to get an answer. Um, I think parents can feel quite alone. Um, and also, they don't have time to do all the research. I, my kid's 20 now. So <laughs> even though I did all the research back then, I had to re-research so many areas. Um, but I can do that now because my kid's gone to uni in another state. And they state. sleep, through the, sleep <laughs> through the night when they're home. I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, why include humour in a book about parenting? You've got enough information in this book to make it just a straight factual book Um, but you've still got your delightful cartoons, you've still got funny things that you say about parenting. Why is it important for you to include humour in a book like this? Oh look Siobhan, I think uh, like a toddler I have the attention span of a small goldfish (laughs) so if I'm not amusing myself uh, I'm not going to ever finish a book I just think some of it's so hard that you've got to have fun with it as well and there are beautiful fabulous hilarious moments with and lots of parents have told me about those um i mean even my favorite um clothes label was some fairy dust will be lost after washing which came on a (laughs) pair of toddler underpants it's it's always there if you look for it I love it. The humour, I mean, not the glitter. Yes. <laughs> Although that too. Maybe there's fairy dust yeah, on everything. There's I'd always fairy dust. What is that in the corner? <laughs> well, Kaz, it is an exceptional book. It's got everything in it. And I must say it is um, really great to see a book that is written by a journalist about this because you can say, okay, they've gone in to research it. They don't have a particular agenda apart from helping people, whereas there are, you look on the shelf and you can go, oh, well, that says attachment parenting's the way or that says that I shouldn't be co-sleeping. And But it sounds yeah. like you've put the options in this book, which is yeah. really nice. I, I did read a thing the other day. A guy was selling a product um, for parents to get their, their babies to sleep. And I thought, I'm a bit sceptical about this because I doubt that it would work for every, everyone. I saw he'd been interviewed and he was asked, what happens if this method doesn't work? And he said, his answer was, well, then you're doing it wrong. Oh god! And I thought that is exactly what I'm not about. Yeah, exactly. I'm all about if that doesn't work for you, try try this, so that people can still have their parenting philosophy, but but have enough, but be empowered to maybe try something else. Um, and there's just there's no shame in looking something up and getting that information. And honestly, I would. I would think having a baby now is difficult with all of that information, that the yummy mummy stuff on Instagram. You know, people do need, when they're getting that real information, they may as well have a laugh as well. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Kaz, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. That was cartoonist and author Kaz Cook. The sequel to her hugely successful book, Up the Duff, is out now. It's called Babies and Toddlers, and it's available at all good bookstores. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.